0: I'm that bitch, been that bitch, still that bitch, will forever be that bitch, forever be that bitch, yeah. I'm the hello, hello, and welcome back to the Real Bitch of Bravo with your Real Bitch, hey Wiley. Guys, um this is going to kind of be an impromptu weird uh podcast. Um, going to be talking for sure about the season finale of Southern Hospitality, but also obviously going to be talking about Miami because, I mean, you just can't not talk about it. But we're also going to talk about or I'm going to talk about and bitch about. Um, shit. Southern Hospitality. I will talk about Miami and then we will definitely get to Salt Lake city that being said we are sans a um, person he is on the ir for those that don't know what that means it's the injured reserve list right now he's feeling a little sicky but um he'll probably be with us next week mr paul david um we miss you we love you so so happy um to be getting some rest i'm sure that um, everybody can use a little r and r uh in their life right Uh, take a little personal day for yourself Speaking of personal, something personal happened to the Real Bitch of Bravo podcast IG page. We got reposted by Ms. Marisol herself. She liked our page, our post. I love her. I am living for her this season. Marisol, thank you so much. Marisol Patton, thank you so much for reposting us. It was such a treat to see that. um, Shouting you out too, by the way. I would love to have you on the podcast the second that. Um, cause I know at this current moment in time, I believe that the Real Housewives of Miami are, um, they're currently filming or they have filmed their reunion already. So I cannot wait a for the reunion because look who's on the front right there with Nicole. If anybody's seen the repost from Bravo, um, about the seating. Chart for the reunion. Nicole is on the left-hand side, technically of Andy, but our right, right when we face the stage. So, uh, well-deserved first seat for her. So, I'm, I'm super excited about that. But. Obviously super excited that Marisol freaking reposted us. I mean, when any kind of Bravo celebrity, all my friends think I'm batshit crazy and weird. They're like, wait, who reposted you? Why do you care? I'm like, are you kidding me? These women are celebrities to me. They're amazing and they're wonderful. And you know what? They are celebrities for being themselves. And Miss Cocky herself, I love you. I was not a huge fan at the very beginning of the season. I thought, I was like, why is she even here with her stupid little cockies? But you have grown on me. I love you. You can do no wrong. I do also love, by the way that you kind of stuck up for yourself and for Nicole a little bit or not Nicole, sorry for Adriana a little bit because of the whole he's married, not married, divorced, not divorced kind of thing. And just being like, you didn't read the whole entire thing, which we will get into that super excited, kind of jumping the gun on that one. Um, Speaking of jumping the gun, let's go to uh, Southern Hospitality's finale, guys. I'm just going to do a really quick recap um, and bitch session about this Republic crew. They finally have their season finale, and shit starts off fire, as the kiddos would say. It's Pride Week, and Republic's crew, specifically TJ and Mikael, um, are all at Bourbon and Bubbles trying to celebrate a classy Pride with Martini Mondays. And instead, it becomes a messy-ass Monday, uh, between Maddie and Brad, as they talk about Brad making out in the back alley, um, only a week ago or getting his dick sucked. I mean, the, the stories have like switched over. So I don't know which one to believe. Is he getting his dick sucked? Is he getting hit? Is he just making out with this chick? Um, but he basically Maddie tells Brad's new now girlfriend to protect her heart. Here's my thing, Brad. (laughs) Yes. You know, she probably is deflecting Maddie. That is that she, maybe has issues with you know her current boyfriend, she had cheated on her, but you know what? My boyfriend cheated on me too and we worked through it like adults. They're working through it like adults. Mind your business. If you want her to mind her business, then you need to mind your business and be like, you know what Maddie? That's on you if you wanna do that. My relationship is solid with this girl because I wasn't with this girl at the time. All you have to do is do the Ross and Rachel thing, Brad, and just say we were on a break. We weren't together. We were not technically exclusive. And that's fine. I'm actually okay with that. You know, I mean, maybe it's because I'm ancient and old and I can kind of let shit like that go by the wayside. Um, But let's pitch this one out really quick. Maddie was just protecting her friend, in my personal opinion, you know, and she didn't know this. And she even said this to you. This is why it's so great that Maddie's sober and everybody else is just wasted. So it's like she actually is cognizant, knows what she's talking and who she's talking to and what she's talking about. Maddie just says that you need to protect your heart. That's literally the only thing that she said to this girl, right, who is uh, who is her friend. Protect your heart, protect your heart, protect your heart. Said it over and over and over again, Brad. So that's all she said to her. She never said you were a bad guy. She never said that, you know, you couldn't change, that maybe you don't care about her, any of that stuff. She just said, you know what, from the past, just protect your heart. Keep your guard up. That's basically all she said. She's not giving, giving you any fault or anything like that. So I th- I think with that, Maddie, girl, I still got you. Like, I'm still a fan of Maddie's. She's, her judgment as far as giving other people a second chance, i.e. Grace I i.e. her now current boyfriend. I'm kind of suspect on the boyfriend thing. Um, I'm hoping that he has changed maybe because there's a camera in front of his face and they've moved in with each other. Maybe he won't cheat anymore. Um, maybe they will now know that it's not okay to do any of that stuff. Now, if you're in an open relationship or you have any like prior agreement... That's totally different. Right. I'm I'm very freeing when it comes to shit like that. But if you are, let's just say you have no agreement, you're like you and me, that is it. Keep it in your pants, buddy. Keep it in your pants. But the drama just still um, ensues. It still occurs. And Brad just basically goes off on her and says it's none of her business. She should just mind her own. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I don't necessarily agree with that. But um, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there, as Andy would say, for now. Um, then, Leva chart as a yacht for these bitches. I want this boss, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my boss. So I'm about to go to Lavo for dinner, and he's going to treat the whole entire thing, and I'm super excited. Speaking of my bosses, this episode and every episode is sponsored by my boss, Mister Diamond Dave, who owns the. Uh, uh, originally this um the side door but we are now calling it sandbar sixty six guys go to sandbar sixty six for all of your amazing wonderful food and drink cocktail needs it is amazing over there I work there obviously it's amazing and uh yeah the the vibes are super chill to be honest with you it's kind of like upscale tiki bar esque very tiny little spot if you are local if you know you know um so go ahead and uh go and support guys go go in there um and if I'm working there and you mention this podcast, I will gladly give you a discount into that sandbar 66 to Manhattan beach on 9th and Manhattan Avenue in Manhattan beach, California. That is not to be confused with Manhattan beach, Manhattan, because I know that there is, or New York, Manhattan beach, New York, because I know there is a Manhattan beach, New York out there. Okay. So yeah, this boss chartering a yacht, psh, that shit is gangster. That is, even though it rained, don't even care that it rained. Don't even care because I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Um, and if you were on a boat for free, not having to pay for lobster and champagne, I think you would be okay with it too. Um, I'm all about this by the way, but I am all not all about them being super showing their class (laughs) or lack thereof. I mean, there were so many of them when Leva walks in the door and Brad doesn't wait to eat, to eat, he just starts eating. I mean, come on, my guy, (laughs) like, just wait for, wait for the person that paid for the yacht. If like, if the person that that paid for the art was already there and you started eating fine, whatever, but like just a little decorum. I thought we were in the South. Right. Um, I I don't know. I, I just thought that that was just extremely rude and I would have waited. I mean, you can still drink like she's not going to cry. If you have a glass of champagne in your hand and you didn't wait for her to have a cocktail, she's not that much of a sadist. Um, anyways, we move on from that um, small little scene over there. Um, And a little bit of their pettiness, because I kind of I'm kind of over the pettiness. Um, Will has a conversation with his girlfriend about um, law school versus staying at Republic. And obviously she wants to be a trophy wife, Um, seeing how the other half lives. She definitely wants him to start going to law school and her to be a lawyer's uh, wife. By the way, I have dated lawyers, guys. This is not going to go well (laughs) because Will's right. When you are in law school, it is twenty-four-seven. It is seven days a week. He's not going to have a life for the next three years. And then on top of it, if he's trying to move up in the firm or obtain his own firm or take over his father's firm, he's going to have no life for 20 years. So enjoy being alone, honey. Enjoy being alone because that's going to be the lawyer's life for you or the lawyer's wife's life for you. Um, Maybe you like that. Maybe you're okay with it as long as he keeps you in the lap of luxury. I don't know. I can't really, you know, give up my soul like that. So, but uh, you know, to each his own, uh, you know, you chose your life, you chose, you know, wh- what you want it to be, et cetera. So go nuts. Um. So yeah, he, he finally actually does make that decision and tells Leva that he wants to be um, a lawyer and he's going to start going to law-, law school. And you know what? Good for you, Will, to be honest with you, both are, gnarly decisions, right? Because one is, one's a little bit more stable. I'll totally give you that. The restaurant industry is not really stable. The club industry for sure is not stable. If you went to any other place outside of Charleston, outside of South Carolina, outside of all the other major cities, your dive bars are it, man. Like I'd invest in a dive bar to be honest with you. Um, less overhead. Um, we're getting into a different field, but less overhead, less, you know, more making more money you're not going to be you might be in the black for a while um you'll you may not be in the red ever you know um because you're literally maybe at the most two people a day you're hot hi- you've hired if you don't have a kitchen if you're just selling booze and and like peanuts or whatever you could be making a boat ton, ton of money if you were the owner of a dive bar so everybody keep that in mind especially if they don't have a kitchen just a little advice for those that are trying to invest in something that has to do with the service industry. Anyways, I mean, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard life too. If you want to be a club owner, do you have to constantly be on the grind? And it's like, it's just not something that I personally would want to ever do. Um, also I'm not 22 anymore. So I, that just, that life just doesn't, (laughs) um, entice me. Now we move on to Saturday night. Um, Nothing really out of the ordinary happens except for Joe Bradley and uh, Mia. I believe they just start talking um, about their kiss cam and all this stuff. By the way, this is some bullshit dude. Like if, if this were a regular bar, if this was a regular club and this was a, not not a filmed, um, if this was in a show, Joe Bradley would have gotten fired the second that that kiss cam happened moment happened with Mia. He would have automatically gotten fired because he just got bumped up. And what does she automatically say to him? Don't make out with any of the staff. Do not make like these people are your subordinates. They're not like you can actually, you can teeter the the line of, you know, whether they're on the schedule or not on the schedule, you're fucking with their money. When you have the ability to fuck with somebody's money, that's the second that you like sexual harassment suits and all that other shit is going to, is going to hit the fan and you can get sued along with the company that you work for. So you're a huge liability if you go that other way. And I get it. These people are your life. All you have are these people because you're you're not going out after the club. It's freaking like what, four in the morning, maybe when you finally get out of there after you're done doing the paperwork, after you're done, you know, counting money and closing up shop and all that other stuff. People just to let you know, that life is not glamorous. We make it look glamorous, they make it look glamorous, they make it look like it would be fun to come and party with them, but that's their job. They're supposed to. That's why majority of them sleep till noon. <laughs> and trust me, some of them sleep past noon, right? Because they don't have to be at work until seven o'clock at night. So they'll sleep in till maybe like 12 to two, go to the gym, do, do their thing, whatever. Like, And then afterwards, this is a world I'm extremely familiar with. I've been working in that industry for over 20 years. Um, So for those that are like, what the fuck are you talking about? How would you know? That That's the reason why I know I've worked in clubs, I've worked in bars, I've worked in restaurants, pretty much my whole entire adult life. And it is not a glamorous life. I remember one night I left when Starbucks workers were going into work and that's like at five in the morning. So that was me leaving to get home. And my roommate who one of them has a nine to five was just like, are you just getting home? Yeah, I was just getting home. So again, not a glamorous life and trust. I slept past 12 that day. Um, What was my point? Sorry. Sorry, guys got a little off track. Oh yeah. So Joe Bradley, keep your tongue out of somebody else's mouth. Go like, you can get on a dating service if you really truly want to date somebody and trust me with that mug you'll be able to get a girl that's not in your industry or not in the place that you are working at. Um so I mean God bless Leva, like that is the kindest boss on the planet because if that were me and I was your uh, and I was your owner, you'd be you would have gotten cut automatically when I saw that kiss cam moment automatically. You would have been gone. Um so after that we cut to uh, Lucia. I hope I, I'm saying her name right. Lucia and her baby daddy, Devon. I know I'm saying that right. They sit down to breakfast um, after, and finally have a discussion of her cheating and uh, where they go from there. <sighs> Here's my thing. Here's my two cents, guys, on this cheating thing. She cheated. He did not. He actually is not to blame. Devon I give you the ultimate free pass only of what I have seen. Now, If something else happens and, you know, it comes into light to the audience that, you know, you were, you were cheating during her pregnancy, like when you guys actually got back together and all that stuff, then vidanya. But as it stands right now, girl, you in the wrong. (laughs) And I know, you know, you're in the wrong, but you really in the wrong. Like this man shouldn't even come back to you. Like as far as trust issues are concerned, this is the top. Like you said that you wanted to, this is the same thing about, um, you know, Maddie and Brad and their relationships. If you have an agreement, fine. But if you don't and it's just you and him, I I don't know where you go from here. I mean, I personally would, if I were Davon, I'd bounce. I'd, I wouldn't be done with your ass. Um, the fact that he's even sticking around, to be honest with you, if y'all didn't have a kid together... I, I think that this would be all null and void. I don't even think he'd be coming back. I think that you guys would be done. It would just be an automatic, but because you have a child together and because there has to be some kind of a semblance and some kind of unity and normalcy for this kid, you know, that's why he's coming back. Yeah. He may love you. He may still like, obviously he loves you. He's hurt, right? He's hurt that you cheated, but he didn't do anything wrong. What he dated somebody while you were pregnant. Sorry, that sucks. Sucks that you got pregnant and that you, you know, it, it, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but you got pregnant and you weren't together. I've had tons of front, Like, I have a current girlfriend now. Her child and her child's father, they barely hang out with one another, and that's because of the dad. And that's because they slept with each other when he was on a break with a girlfriend, and then she happened to get pregnant, not the girlfriend. So, I mean... If that were the if the shoe were on, again if the shoe were on the other foot, sweetheart, you would have left him on a heartbeat, a heartbeat. There wouldn't even be a discussion on this. So I mean, I don't know. I I I feel your pain, and it really sucks. Like trust me. And if you didn't get caught, here's another thing: if you didn't get caught cheating, I bet you would have still kept going because you you're playing the victim and feel that you're justified. It just it is what it is sweetie I, I'm, I'm on Davon's side on this one unfortunately I know that's probably everybody's going like what the fuck why aren't you on like girl power or whatever but this guy did nothing wrong as far as we know this guy has done nothing wrong he hasn't been cheating on you while he was living with you while he was actually with you while he was raising both y'all's kid together he's been nothing but gracious and nothing but wonderful so sit your ass down sweetie Time to go. Um, at the very end of the day, this this cast you surprised me. I'm not gonna front. I I was gonna leave y'all for dead, <laughs> to be honest. Um, when I first started watching this show, Grace Lily has grown on me. Um, the whole entire cast has grown on me. Miguel, Michael 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 Michael. He's great. I love him. I loved his encounter with his um, with his father. Just saying, you know what, son? I know it's okay. You know, live your life, uh, which is really, really hard in the church. Again, I grew up in the church, so I completely understand your your pain. I was in the choir, I was in um, all of the things when it came to the church, and it's it's hard, man. I I could only imagine. Like, I don't know what my mom's reaction would be if I came out as gay or lesbian or what, however you want to identify what that genre is. But yeah, I don't know how she would react. To be honest with you, so. So brave for you to be able to do that. Super happy, super excited for you, Mikel. TJ, you are probably my favorite. Not gonna front. (laughs) Because you are the one that has the best head on your shoulders. You may be a little bitchy from time to time and throw a little shade from time to time, but you have the best head on your shoulders, sweetheart keep doing what you do. I love both of you. I've, I really hope that the TJ Mikel um, relationship stays together, to be honest with you as like their, their friendship. I hope that it grows and it gets better and it doesn't get worse because I think that you two would be just a force to be reckoned with as far as being friends. I don't see you dating obviously, but I definitely see you guys as friends and just, you could own your own bar together. Like he could be the promoter and you could be the, you know, the numbers and everything else guy, TJ. I just, I don't know. I just, I see it. It's great. Grace Lily, again, I'm going to bring you up and blow up your spot and just shower you with the love that you probably desire. Congratulations on, you know, the new boyfriend. Um, I hope this one sticks. Maddie, congratulations on you guys um, moving in together, making it official and really truly being with each other. I hope it lasts. We'll see. I mean, you guys are 24. <laughs> Not all of you are over 30. um, Will, So we'll see. Uh, And here's the thing. Old soul, not old soul. I used to say that all the time when I was in my twenties as well. You're still 24. The frontal lobe, by the way, does not develop until you're 25, post 25. So keep learning guys. Don't, you know, always be open to learning. That is it for what I want to say about the Southern hospitality. Oh wait, I forgot about Joe Bradley and Mia. Um, I'm good. I feel like both y'all are never going to learn, so be be good and whatever. And Mia, good good for you for keeping your legs close to Shep. I mean, I think that there'd be a lot of VD up in that world. So um, I, I applaud you for not making out with him, especially since he was drunk. He said he was blacked out, by the way, too. So it's his word against yours. But then again, I would trust your word any day over Shep's word because um, he's very narcissistic and very just in his own world of privilege. So, um good for you for shouting out page to page and telling her that, you know, this is what happened. I I I apologize, but that like that's a that's a girl without being a friend. Like that's that's like the girl power shit that people should be doing is blowing up people's spots and telling people like You know, this is what happened to me. This is what happened when I was around your boyfriend. I did not participate, but he definitely was about it, about it. So uh, congrats on doing that, Paige. Congrats on doing the right thing, dumping his ass. I can't believe you stayed with him as long as you fucking did. Um, I thought for sure that you were going to say, like, what the fuck is your problem once he offered you. I'm sidetracking, but, like, once he offered, once Shep offered the trip around the world thing and for you to quit your job i tell him to fuck off i'm like so you want me to be completely solely dependent and reliant on you like this isn't the 1900s or the 1800s or the 70- this this is 2023 bro or i think at the time it was 2021 doesn't matter we're in the in the year 2 of 2000s like it shouldn't be this way don't you want an independent woman don't you want somebody that doesn't solely rely on you and your trust fund like i just I don't get it. I never will. Maybe that's also another reason why the South just doesn't really gravitate. Like I don't gravitate towards the South and a lot of the uh, cultural stigma. Anyways, guys, I did enjoy Southern hospitality. We'll see if they get a a second season. I don't know what their numbers are. I'd really be curious actually to know what their numbers are. Um, Once that happens, I will let you know as well. Hopefully it's it's good. I'm uh, under the assumption it's good because I mean, young drama is always good drama. So moving on. Moving on to Miami. I mean, you can't not, not watch Miami. I mean, it's fucking insane what these women are going through. Right. I mean, I, I, here's my thing with Miami is like, I love the fact that these women, they bring it every single time. And I've never been disappointed ever. I watched every single fucking season, by the way, like I recapped and rewatched every season um, from season one to four. And then, or sorry, season one to three, I think. And then once they got back on for season four, man, if you aren't, hooked on Miami and you are not watching Miami, you are missing out so much solely, even just for Marisol and the cockies, like her confessionals and the cockies are just ridiculous. They're so good with that funnel. I I think, you know what, to be honest with you, I think she needs to come out with a line of, and Marisol, if you do this, can you please, please send me one or at least just send me the link. I don't even care. Like I'll pay for it. I don't care. I don't want anything for free because you, you work for that money, honey. Like, uh, Like some would say anyways, um, if you just send me the link of your own personalized, like Marisol cocky glasses and a funnel, I think that like, that would be a great marketing thing for her to do. So please do that. Um, and send me the link because I would love or put the link in your bio so then that way I can buy some (laughs) because I would so be down to just have a cocky glass after especially after this month of not drinking the Super Bowl can't get here long enough you guys I mean or soon enough sorry I um solo episodes are hard by the way if anybody's ever podcasted out there solo episodes suck so I can't wait for Paul to come back I'm like really really excited to bounce off of somebody um, as well I'm gonna have my sober coffee right now. So if you guys hear a little slurping, that's the reason why I'm taking a small mini break. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take an actual break. Sponsored by Sandbar 66. Um, again, guys, if you know, you know, Sandbar 66 on Manhattan Avenue and 9th Street. It's um, The address is 900 Manhattan Avenue in Manhattan Beach, California. Open every single day till shit sorry i'll tell you the hours when, when i get back because i'll think about it right now because i'm a little brain dead and a little um almost sick of talking not not quite sick of talking but almost sick of talking so i will take a really quick break sponsored by Sambar 66 and come back to bitch about miami and welcome back to the real bitch of bravo bitches with yours truly g hey wiley Sons, my co-host paul david eh. I'm so bummed that he's not here right now. But you know what? I'm not bummed about. I am not bummed about the Real Housewives of Miami because they always bring it. We're going to start off this bitch sesh with um, the fact that these ladies are not, you know, (sighs) so first we let's cut to first we get to um, Nicole's engagement party right she's finally having her engagement party which by the way it looks banging um i don't know th- this wouldn't be me particular but i get the whole entire theme because they met in, in vegas that was their whole entire thing in vegas and it's not disappointing it is a fire fucking uh party or at least at least it looks like a fire party and we finally see the infused alcohol in um, a balloon kind of thing uh cocktail or whatever it kind of looks cool um so shout out to I'm looking at it right now, cartel catering or something like that. Craft cartel catering uh, for having this balloon machine thing for their alcohol. Um, The one thing I am disappointed with this is that, you know, Larsa goes out, obviously gets disinvited by in the most iconic classic way that a housewife can get disinvited to anything with a mirror telling her that she's fake um, on that mirror. But she, um, she gets disinvited by Nicole and then people at this venue at her engagement party um, are telling her, you know, well, she has the right to you know feel this way and stuff like that. And they're not really there for her. They're not really there for Nicole. Who's that's the that's her party. It's her. She's trying to celebrate her engagement. Um, and on top of it, the things that Larsa said out in the public, I don't blame Nicole for being pissed. I really, really don't. Um, I'm not saying that Larsa has never worked a day in her life. Posting pictures, I guess, is work. You know, um, no shade on that game because, honey, you still at the end of the day get a paycheck for it. You're a professional um, OnlyFanser. And also, I would like to point this out. I said maybe a year or two ago, maybe not on the air, but I've definitely said that people that are in OnlyFans, they're not all hookers, by the way. They're not showing all of their, their pussy. They're not showing their freaking... Um, their tits out there. They're not showing all of that stuff. They, There are people that do how-to videos on their uh, OnlyFans. There's chefs, there's cooks, there's you know people that are professionals in other things other than hooking. Yes, was it originally for people that were in that field? Absolutely, but it grew to something else. So no shade on anybody that has an OnlyFans out there, especially if you're making 40K a, a day or a month or a week. Like, good on you, man. 10K a week is a shit ton of money. At least to me is <laughs> a lot of money, right? So good for you for being the one point the point zero 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 one percent that makes all that money on OnlyFans. No shade in that hustle. That's awesome. But to Nicole's um credit, she has worked a shit ton of time to get to where she is in her career. And the fact that you could see that you said that out loud in front of the whole world to to hear. Rumor or not rumor, like just keep it to your damn self, honey. Like you could have you could have chose a different uh, Larsa's being shady. I'm kind of living for it, but Lars is being really shady this season and she's always saying, I heard a rumor. So it doesn't implicate her, right? She's not the she's not the one that started the rumor. She just heard it and she's telling you. So she's innocent. That's kind of where I'm where I'm at with Larsa right now. I know that she's trying to stir up shade and she's trying to tell you, like, oh, this is where like I heard I heard it from here. And also you're not relaying your sources. So like, are you really being a friend? Because I bet you the second that you say, Hey, I heard it from so and so, they'd be like, Well, that's not somebody that's even in my field, or that's somebody like I'm just under the assumption, but that's somebody that's not in my field, or that's somebody that hasn't doesn't even know who the hell I am, and they're just they're seeing trying to get in your DMs, which Marisol obviously shows us once she goes to um I always keep forgetting her damn name, but I will never forget Frankie. Um, but, uh, Frankie's mom's, how sad is that, that I'm saying Frankie's mom and she's the one that is actually this quote unquote star. Um, I am going to look it up. I, I know, I know guys I should be doing, I should already have this on lock, but I do not. Um, let's look this up really quick. Oh, Alexia. Yeah. So, Okay, I officially have all of them in front of me. So Alexia, yeah, she... The fact that she is still... That, man, i uh, that she's still defending Larsa, Larsa must know where the bodies are buried because I think that... Why would you defend somebody that just called somebody else out as a whore who has, a like who had an affair with like, or, and you don't even have substantial evidence. You don't even have like, Hey, this is the person that I had the affair with. This is the person that I fucked. Or like, this is the doctor that like allegedly says that we had sex during this time or whatever. And that could kill her. This is her job. This is her career that she's worked so hard for. I don't blame her for being mad. Get after it, Nicole, be pissed. I do not blame you at all. She could lose her job. You know what? Like OnlyFans is different because you gain more following. You gain more money because you you maybe show yourself fucking somebody else or you show your feet or you show whatever you do on OnlyFans. You only gain a following. You only gain more money. Unfortunately, she's in a field where she can't afford to do any of that stuff. I'm not saying she does any of it. I'm just saying if that did occur, she would lose her job. She would lose her everything, her lifestyle, her whole entire thing. And granted, yes, she does have a husband. Thank God she has a husband that, you know, has the means to support her and him and their, their child together. She doesn't really have to work, but God, I would be like her, man. I'd be bored as fuck if I didn't work. Like I'd be really, really bored. You'd be like one, it'd be like, no offense to Lisa, but like you'd be a Lisa and you would have to survive On your family, like I would be so, I would be so bored. Like there's only so many cockies in the world that I could possibly be inhaling um, in order to kind of have that life and maintain that life. I, I just, I'd be so, so bored. So with that, Lisa, or sorry, not Lisa, with that, Larsa, I think it's so shady, but I do love the fact Lisa comes comes over to the table and is like, well, at least the focus isn't on me. So that's kind of awesome in that way, right? So she's just kind of taking that. Alexia, you need to like don't you need to stop chopping at people. I feel so bad for my new favorite friend of housewife, whatever you want to call her, because I love her Marisol. Because when Adriana finally comes to the table and her now ex, whatever date you want to call him, comes to the table and he came in hot. <laughs> he came in so hot, like fiery hot. Um, I'm actually going to, you guys may not be able to hear this. I'll, I'll try to uh, bring it up to the, to you guys. Hold on. Let's see. Okay. I think, I think she's here right here. Hi. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. awesome. I, Is that the caviar? Oh, it's yeah. oh, oh, time to talk. behavior. I don't think Logan is so good. Okay, I can't find it, guys, but um you do however know what I mean when um when Adriana State comes over and finally says I'm not married, bitch, and alexia's even though she doesn't know this yet, she says, "Well, I don't fucking care about the piece of paper. That's proof. It's literal proof. Like all you wanted was proof that he's married, he married or not married. She gave you the proof. Just own up to the fact that you were wrong." And then we see later on in the episode when she brings out, like, uh, when she finally comes to her sense and is like, "Oh, I didn't scroll all the way down to see that he's divorced, <laughs> bitch." Like this is when you just need to, you know, swallow your pride, honey. Swallow that Latin pride and just be done and be like, you know what, Adriana, I'm really, really sorry. Your guy's still a dick. Because he was. He shouldn't have talked to you like that. He could have, there are other ways to speak to a person. Doesn't even matter if you're a freaking woman or a man. And for and second of all, you don't deserve his respect. Respect is earned. It is not automatically given. So I don't give a fuck. Like I I respect the people that A, respect me, and B, that have earned my respect. I am all about. If you have earned my respect, I will gladly treat you with utmost respect. But if you haven't earned jack shit, like I don't know you from Adam, you got to earn it. And Alexia, obviously, you don't. You guys don't know each other, so how is he supposed to respect you? Fuck off! Like, stop, stop with that. Just because you're a woman, so just because you're a woman, because you, because you're you have ovaries and you're able to pr- reproduce, like you should automatically get. Th- this is what's wrong. Like, you need to earn some respect, honey. 'cause he obviously he doesn't know you and you don't know him. You don't have to respect him. He hasn't earned your respect either. So hence why you treat him the way that you treat him and vice versa. I'm on that equal playing field. Like it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man. Like you got to earn my respect. That's just me. You got to earn it. Anyways, moving on from I just uh, she is turning me the polar opposite direction this whole entire season. I don't know if I've ever been really been an Alexia fan, but damn, I am a Frankie fan for sure. I feel like if they had their own Segway, like show together, Frankie and Alexia. I feel like that would be a better show because it would be showing a little bit more of her in a positive light versus what they're showing, how they're showing her right now. Because the way that you're shown here, it's just like Vanderpump, right? I, when Vanderpump Rules comes on and you see, even though you kind of see the deception in Lisa, when she tries to like stir the pot with these her her minions so to speak you know the cast of vanderpump rules um but you still see at least the intent you see the kindness that she possibly has towards these these now adults than kids right you see like the mothering and stuff like that with alexia i feel like she would be the same way you would see that same light that different light if she was just in on a show with her friends right with Frankie and with her family. I mean, to your own son who not, not Frankie, your own son who is a mess in and of himself, but your own son even says these women won't come up to you. My girlfriends do not like you because you are overbearing and you're, you're not nice to them. And as much as she probably thinks that she tries, she's not nice to them. She's not nice to women. Period. You call yourself a girl's girl, sweetie. You aren't you like, and you can't even take, you can't even take your friend, giving you criticism and saying, well, maybe he's not divorced. Maybe you need to keep looking. He gave you a paper that is notarized. Like he gave you a legal document and you're still saying, I wipe this with my ass. I wipe this with my bum. Like, come on, my come on, my love. Like, come on. Just it is time just to move on from this. And I and I agree unfortunately with Nicole is that there's a lot of malicious intent. In your you say that you have nothing but her best interest, but if you really truly had her best interest at heart, you would take her to the side. You would not make this public. You would not put it in in out there in the ether. You're kind of like this in, this is interesting. This kind of reminds me of Garcelle from Beverly Hills, who says, I'm just here for your best interest since when? When she her and Erica get together and she's talking about a drinking problem. It's like, and she doesn't have a drinking problem because she can obviously quit. <laughs> like she just was going through a row. If you were going through a very public divorce like that and very public suing from all these victims, which yes, they are victims and yes, what was what, what was done to them was wrong. But if you were going through that, if the shoe were on the other foot, I really wish people would look at the other foot, looking at the shoe on the other foot. I really wish that that were the case, but nobody really does that. Anyways, if you were able to do that, can move on, right? You could probably see her side of the story. You're not even attempting to look at her side of the story, you're just seeing that she's in the wrong, she's in the wrong. And Alexia, you're doing the exact same thing. Like reflect off yourself a little bit and be like, you know what? Let's take a step back. Let's look at both sides of the story. You know, like was it? it's the same thing with, and I I know this is a really random right turn, but it's the same thing with the Idaho murder, right? This kid who allegedly, well, the one that got convicted of the murders of these four um, college students You know, people are trying to understand where the hell he's coming from. But then you also have to see the other side of the victims as well. Look at both sides. That's all I'm asking. Just look at both sides. That's all I'm asking. And when your friend is telling you, maybe he is divorced. Maybe you should keep digging and keep looking. Scroll down. That's going to be the name of this episode. Scroll down, Alexia. Scroll down. I'm changing it right now. It was originally going to be playing injured, but it is is now going to be called scrolled down. Um, or scroll down. Sorry. All right. So that being said, I'm gonna move forward to the rest of the episode. I mean, it it kind of I don't know. Um. Oh, it does. It does go to Nicole talking to the uh, family therapist, which I think was very healing for her. Um. And very eye-opening, you know? You're not the only one in the room. Again, look at it from every single aspect. It's so interesting. I love when she said, if you, if this was not your father, what would your reaction be to him? And it's the same thing that I've said, that Paul said, that uh, Marisol said, you'd want to party with him. You'd want to have the best time with him. And I get it, it's twofold. I get that, you know, Marisol, or sorry, not Marisol, I get that Nicole... Is sitting there going, like, well, you haven't lived a life with him. It's kind of the same thing. I love my mother. She is a wonderful human being. But being raised by her and not being raised by her and just looking at the outside are two totally separate things. So I get her frustration and I get where she's coming from when it comes to that stuff. But at the same time, you gotta <laughs> you gotta give him a little bit of a cushion Uh, because you're going to be the one that's going to be more flexible than he ever will be. Because the older you get, the more you will never want to change. And the younger you are, the more susceptible you are to change the more that you are willing to change. And so maybe you need to start changing just a little, I'm not saying like, you know, all of a sudden bring the girlfriend into your life. You know, I get that. I get where like you kind of just cringed at that ver- at that moment when she said, "Well, maybe you need to start accepting the girlfriend." It's like, ugh, like baby steps here, baby steps for for Nicole. I get where she's coming from. You know, if my dad was dating and he brought somebody in, RIP dad. Um, but if he brought somebody else other than my mother in, oh my god, I would reject it in a heartbeat. It would not be fun. I, I, there's no way. So I get it. I get where she's coming from it's got, again baby steps the fact that she even got him to go to like invited him to the to her uh engagement party that's huge for me at least that's really really big so kudos to her for doing that and then can we talk about this poor lawyer what we go into um, <laughs> uh, i believe it's larsa's home or is it alexia's home i think it's alexia's home so we go into alexia's home which man that motherfucking place echoes like this is why I don't think that I would want an open space um, condo like that because you could hear everything. There's no such thing as privacy in that area unless you're literally in a, in a room, right? Everything echoes off of each other. That's all you could hear were echoes um, when Frankie was upstairs saying, God, they're loud. <laughs> and poor Frankie, he's like, I don't want to hear this shit. Like I want to I be in, in silence. Like why can't you guys just like bring it down? Granted, that's really, really hard when you are of Latin blood. And trust me, I may not be of Latin blood, but I have plenty of friends that are of Latin blood, and they're loud. It just is what it is. Have you? And also, have you ever listened to... (laughs) I find it hilarious that people think that Asians are really, really soft in their their demeanor, but they're not at all. They are so fucking loud. If you've ever listened to somebody, um, an Asian person on the phone, they're yelling at the phone, and they're like, no, I'm not yelling. I'm like, yes, you are. (laughs) Like, you are yelling at the phone. It's the same thing with these women. You kind of want to just be like, hey, like... Calm the fuck down. Use your indoor voice. And none of them are able to do that. So um, kudos to Frankie for even <laughs> being in the room. I probably would have like been like, hey, can I just go for a walk with the dog somewhere and just leave um, for this? Yeah, I, I. this lawyer, this poor lawyer, <laughs> do women also realize that, A, th- this guy went to law school, so he has to know basic law. So you know, slander versus uh, like all these different terminologies or whatever. He has to know them. So he has knowledge of it. So she could ask him, Nicole could ask him about slander and all those other things. Will he represent her and help her to like, you know, is that his field? Absolutely not. But he still has knowledge of it. Um, And normally I would totally be on Nicole's side. But putting that credit card down for his time was classless. Like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to make these points that way. It was so unclassy. And I just I I expected more from Nicole. I just I, I feel like I expected a little bit more from her for um, you know, if if so, then just be like, "You know what? Can we have another session on on another time and then I will pay for your time." Cuz obviously money is not an issue for her. That's not the pro- that w- we're not even saying that. We're not even debating that, Nicole. And this just, this was the only thing I was disappointed in. I'm not, I'm still a fan. I am still a fan of Nicole. I will still be on team Nicole versus team Alexia any day of the week. But that one moment, God, I hope you regret it. And I hope that that just never happens again, because it was just so classic. It shows that you didn't like, it's going to sound so mean, but this is why we're here to bitch about Bravo and bitch about people of Bravo. It just shows that you were raised a certain way. And I hope you weren't. I hope that that's wrong. But it shows that you were raised a certain way, where you're like money just solves everything. So here you go, and that's just not how everybody works. I mean, especially this this family law, um, the, these this literal family of lawyers who practice family law. So, and the sad part is, wasn't this whole entire thing supposed to be so Lisa can get some questions answered? I, I don't know. I just I I wish I really wish that Lisa could have gotten a little bit more information um that she probably needed. So with that guys, um I'm gonna cut it down, shut it down, um quit my bitch sesh here. Um Hopefully we'll have Paul on next week and it won't be so boring for you guys. So thank you for listening to The Real Bitch of Bravo with yours truly, G. Hey, Wiley, Sons, Paul, David. Follow, like, all those things, guys, for um, for our social media. We are the underscore real underscore bitch underscore of underscore bravo um on Instagram. I'm not on Twitter yet, but I will get there. I know it's been like almost a year and I'm still not on Twitter, but I will get there. Um also do not forget to follow us, like, comment, all those things um on we are on Anchor and we are also on Spotify because Anchor owns Spotify. Yay, thank you so much for getting bought up by Spotify so we can automatically be on Spotify. Um, So listen to that and anywhere else you get your podcast, guys. Hopefully we might have um, some guests on for the Vanderpump Rules uh, open um, season premiere of that season 10, man, 10 years on the air. I don't even know what whether other than the Simpsons like I feel like this is one of the, like the longest running shows ever so we'll definitely be talking about that we'll talk about Miami a little bit more because I mean we're both obsessed Paul and I are both obsessed with that and then we'll also talk about obviously um, Salt Lake City because there's more on that as well so stay tuned for Salt Lake City next week guys we will definitely be diving into that toxicity for sure on the real bitch of Bravo thanks again so much for listening and we out Deuces. Bitch, better have my money. Y'all should know me well enough. Bitch, better have my money. do down, call me all my blood. Pay me, what you want me? Ballin' ain't bigger than LeBron. Bitch, give me your money. Who y'all think y'all frontin' on? Like bra blah. blah.